0: hello and welcome this is tavern rats produced by no direction and today we are gonna be going through quest for the frozen flame I am your game master Mimi also known as Michelle Jones I do have a slight cold today but I'm gonna push through it so we are getting ready to start chapter 2 of uh, broken tusk moon and with me I have a wonderful cast of players starting with the The Thorny Rose, Laurendova.
1: Speaking of thorny roses, there is a cat shoving claws into me right now. Greetings, I'm playing Ren, and I look forward to what mysteries you are about to do unto us, Mimi.
0: Yes, the Scion of the Moose, Jessica Redikop.
2: I only wish that I had a cat spending time with me right now, but unfortunately, I don't. My boyfriend's cats don't love me, and they are nowhere to be found. Uh, hello, I'm Jessica Redekop. I will be playing Sol Saed, the soft-spoken, Kyrian-descended kineticist.
0: A graceful otter, Chris Lopez.
3: Hey guys, Chris here. And you know, yeah, I'm right there with Jess. Makes me miss my babies that I had for like 17 years. Love them so much. But yes, I'm playing Finn, the draconic bard that uses paints instead of music.
0: And last but not least, mighty as a bear, Drew Carby.
4: Yeah, it's because I work out a ton. <laughs> but, uh, yep, I'm Drew Carby. I am playing Zoroku, who is a winter orc barbarian with a cold little twist.
1: Drew, do you have anything to say about cats, apparently?
4: uh, meh, My cats are not here. They don't love me right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently, we tavern rats endorse cats. So, yes. you heard it here first, folks. Well, so. hold on,
3: hold on. <laughs> cats endorse us. Have you... You remember, cats yeah. own you. You don't own No, you. no,
1: cats ingest us. We are the okay. rats.
0: Okay. <laughs> on that note.
2: places.
0: <laughs> Last session, you made your final preparations for the Green Moon Festival. And it was beautiful and glorious as it always is you celebrated the year that has passed and each of you was welcomed into the broken tusk as full members of the following unfortunately this welcome was cut short by an outburst from Pacono, who was rather upset that Grandfather Eowah did not name him as the heir to Falcon House.
4: Yeah, we need Dr. Phil. There's some family drama going on there.
0: Yes, uh, but before this drama could be settled in any decisive way, the burning mammoths attacked, interrupting the festival and forcing you all to flee in the night. Now you all have traveled nearly nonstop for close to a day, stopping only long enough for Weepa's newborn triplets to receive care and attention before being securely swaddled away, and now you are once again on the move. Um, You can tell that there is a great deal of strife, sorrow, fear in the following right now as you can see the torches of the burning mammoths if in the distance they are falling behind there's more of them and they're less organized and so they can't quite keep up with you but they are clearly still on your trail
1: burning torches you say would no. you call it hot pursuit
0: no i would oh. not <laughs> You continue for a few hours more, and finally Argakoa raises a hand, signaling for the following to stop. Because traveling any further, you would begin to succumb to exhaustion. Climbing down from her mammoth, she addresses the following and says, we will make camp briefly. We will tend to our wounded, We will eat, we will rest, and as soon as we are able, we will move again. As the other mammoth lords embark from their mounts, grandfather takes one step and a second step and then stumbles. He leans on his mammoth for support as it seems the strain and the stress of the last day is beginning to catch up with him. Quickly, Nocta rushes to his side, puts an arm under his shoulder to help him. Um, From where you are standing, you can't hear their, you know, whispers to each other. But before you can intervene, others are beginning to move, to unpack, to prepare beds and tents and cook fires. Uh, and you are swept up in the bustle of the camp.
1: Is pa- Have we seen Pakano?
0: You have not seen Pakano.
1: And it's been almost a day of travel.
0: Mm-hmm. He's disappeared. Oh,
1: and he's the son of, of which Mammoth Lord? He
0: is the great or grand nephew of Grandfather Eowa. Um, Eowa's sister was Pakano's grandmother. Okay. He's D.E.D.
2: Alright, so we've been traveling for some time to get away from the burning mammoths. But if Pakuno did also get away, then he would have had to have either hidden or have also been traveling for a long time. is not huh. going to go, like, very far away, but she is going to start kind of scouting the perimeter of where we are to see if she can look for any sign of anyone else moving through this area any sign that maybe Pacano came through here, or came by close.
0: You can take some time to explore, um, I won't even have you roll for it, um, there doesn't seem to be any sign that anyone but you has been this way recently.
1: Okay. We have to rescue him, we have to go find him and make sure and, you know, help him get back.
3: I'm not keen on him, but he's still one of us. Leaving him all, yeah. all, all, to, all, all, off on his own would be that, that, No, it's not right
5: We have very little warriors in the broken tusk I feel We should not leave for one man He ran off, he chose
3: run. R- what, what did your people do In this kind of situation
1: In How do you mean in this situation Well I mean he, Soroku is right,
3: he left us But we also, he didn't expect for us to be driven off like that, I'm sure. Pakino's eutistical, but he's not malicious.
1: When we were on March Through the world and getting harried by devils the entire time, none of our knights ran off because they knew we were stronger together and they'd be cut down if they did. Right. I can only assume that Pakino, being the competent warrior, has to be either looking for us, or captured, and either way he will need our help.
3: Things aren't looking too good in general. These, these people aren't used to this kind of travel. I'm not used to this kind of travel. The following will manage.
5: When I was with the Frozen Mother, if an orc falls during training, you leave him. It is not the rest of the orc's responsibility to pick him up.
1: You're in a different following now. I have learned that that is not our ways.
5: But we have to think of the, the greater goal.
1: Actually, it- Survival zoroku
3: may have a point in a different way. Getting him back might be more of an imperative. If he survived this long in these adverse situations, I mean,
1: he'd be way stronger. If he survived, getting him back would be a boon. Even if he didn't survive, the family would deserve a chance to bury their child. That too. And yet, it might be disastrous if the whole following turned around to go get him. But a few of us, we could go get him. We could find him. We could save him if he's alive, and if he's not, we could exact punishment on those who've deserved it.
0: This conversation is cut short by a sharp whistle, and you see Panuaku waving at you.
3: I warp step over?
1: Okay, that's a little extra. I'm just going to walk. <laughs> yeah, I'm just
4: running over.
2: Uh, Soulcate also hears the whistle from where she was
4: exploring around the perimeter, and she makes her way to Panuwaku. Forgot that you weren't with us. I was wondering why you were so quiet. I
2: was I was also wondering. I was like, these, these
1: are great points. I'm like, why is it Soulcate speaking up and being like, yeah, go get them?
0: Look at you. Look at you, RP and Jess. I'm so proud of you.
6: Oh.
0: <laughs> four, of you uh, four of you head over and gather around Panuwaku. Chris or uh, uh, Finn getting there first, and Ponduaku kind of raising an eyebrow, like, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she sighs and pinches the bridge of her nose. My sister needs rest, and I'm not going to leave her alone. Which means the four of you are our scouts. We need you to check the route ahead, make sure it's safe and report back with anything you see rest for now eat your fill but you four are going to be the first ones heading out while the rest of us are taking care of the camp understood
2: yes
3: Um, yes would you mind directing me to someone who has been injured that may be able to assist i i we may have the ability to at least get someone back on their feet.
2: Healer Nocta will know if there is someone you can help.
0: Respectfully if Nocta can't get them on their feet, then I don't know that you can. I I know you've got your abilities, but just we each need to focus on our task right now. Yes.
5: How much food did we escape with do we need
0: We food? got away with m- enough of our stores that we shouldn't be in trouble right away um but you know it'll be a it'll be smart to keep an eye out
2: yes if we see him ahead we will hunt it if we don't we won't go out of our way
0: good
1: all right out of character question which direction are we heading like we're we going like west or you we are or
0: following uh the like traditional migration route east for now um the mammoth lords generally direct the following and so uh, you're going to continue that way until told otherwise Um, you do notice that looking around the camp none of the mammoth lords are present like uh, they are not out and about they are uh, seem to be occupied elsewhere
1: I imagine they're in huts pouring over maps or whatnot.
2: Oh, Mimi, this is the, when you say this is like our traditional migratory path, like this is the way that we travel every year after the festival, right? Like not necessarily so immediately or in such a rush, but this is like our, the way that we always go, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you have traveled this route several times. so it's, it's like a road? It's not a road, but it is, um, like you are traveling through wilderness, but there are landmarks uh, and there are like the path has been like worn down from like a hundred years of mammoth footsteps
4: okay. I feel like Zoroku would know that it's maybe not a good idea to continue on the same path if we're running from people but
1: Ren does too but that's not our decision yeah, so.
4: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: so mm-hmm. how close are we to the world wound since we're heading east which is towards it
0: um I don't know the distance in miles but um generally being, uh, scary be worried
1: about a distance
0: so generally um this is something that like the people who've traveled with the like the people who are have always been part of the broken tusk or have been for many years know that long before you reach like sarkoris you would cut north and avoid the old ways because the old path used to head towards the scar but you no longer take that route. Um, and have not taken that route for about a hundred years.
2: Since this design. And then okay,
1: last question. Then for us scouting, what are we are we like looking for the safest route or just making sure that like the, the old path that we take is not overrun with bogeys?
0: Uh, you are basically finding the safest route. Um, just for some additional context, like even though like there is a general route usually um the following just kind of lets the herd roam a little and whichever way the herd goes they'll like they'll direct them generally east but like the actual route can vary by a few miles Uh, one way or the uh, other
4: okay,
0: okay okay so like you know it's not like literally this is the road we have traveled there are certain places where it's more worn because it's like that's just the path of least resistance but
1: it's um, kind of a just make sure we're generally heading east yes
2: yeah we have certain sites that we frequent for like for example the site that we just did the festival at is somewhere where we would return for the festival every year at that time of year but the precise path that we take between Uh, locations that maybe we visit year to year is not like there's a road that we follow. We just kind of, like, generally get between point A and point B.
0: Yes, that's correct. Um, So your next destination, actually, um, and you all can see this on the hex map. Um, your destination is roughly the northern bank of this lake. Um, that is the Gleaming Sun Lake. Um, so it's just getting from where you are to the lake in the safest route you can. And
1: um, these, these patches that on another map would be desert. What are they on this map?
0: They're not really desert. They're just like plains yeah, like, tund- um, okay. like tundra like, or something. This is get yeah, like this is a very like open stretch of land. Like there are some trees, there are some hills, but it is generally like just open land.
1: And it looks like no matter what this is gonna require us to cross the river unless we just go all the way around it but i mean that's gonna take a lot of travel
0: yeah but also like shorting a river is something that like the following can do without too much trouble
2: yeah i mm-hmm. assume it's something that we do every year yeah let's
1: see if we can draw on this map i think that we could try to figure out how to do it I, what if we kind of went a little bit how do you how do you do this how do you don't don't worry about Google the drawing freehand. don't worry about it okay well, what if we crossed you know a little bit uh northeast where where we'd still be going through this land that isn't barren
2: well it's not really
6: and then we barren. could cut...
1: oh well, i was looking at kind of like the
0: desert looking ones it is and are they just kind of all the same the map it's it's abstracted it's not literal like okay it's like it's flat because this is an overland map it is not literally there is nothing there
6: Okay. Oh,
1: cool. yeah i was well, just thinking like shrubs. is it mo- yeah
4: yeah i see i see what lauren's saying though is it like more wooded on the law lo- on the non-desert looking scarce squares it's not
0: that exact it's it's uh, an abstraction
1: okay all right so yeah what if we just crossed here uh you know crossed right in front of us and then we just follow the river to the destination so- Cause you know if you're following the river, then you can fish and stuff. We also would yep. lose the trail by going going through the water.
0: Yeah, lose the scent.
1: Well, I mean, as many of us as how many how many folks are in the are in our following? You know, do we have like a hundred people in tow?
0: Um, something like seventy-five, eighty.
1: Yeah. We're, oh we're yeah. not, we're
0: not losing their scent. Uh, <laughs> it's not the
1: scent that we're losing; it's the physical trail
3: going through the water.
4: Yeah, but i i I think that's a pretty thick looking river, man. I don't know if we should be putting the broke the whole following in this like big river <laughs> i agree i agree with following it i mean it's literally like survival one-on-one real life is when you're trying to get somewhere you follow the river
6: mm-hmm.
3: that that was my first thought we would cross it twice
2: cross it twice
4: we only cross it once me we get it's at the it's at the north bank of this uh lake that mimi was pointing out
3: oh we're going to the. Okay, yeah i see what you're saying
0: but i assume yep. you mean like when you yeah after you leave the lake, you, their river, you have to cross over it again. But Yeah. yeah. That is oh, I, mean.
1: I see. Yeah.
2: So at the moment, we are, like, west of this river. And the river winds a little bit. But if we, I don't see any reason for us to go, like, kind of northeast as compared to just going directly east to cross the river.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree. Originally, I had thought that the map made it look like there was like barren spaces, but if that's not barren space, then yeah, we just we'd just do it direct.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: In fact, we could even stay on this side of the river for as long as possible because we're going to be vulnerable when we go to fork. Yeah, to so we could even you know get all the way down to like the fork and then.
0: Course. To be clear, this is not Catan rules. It is not like the brown tile is literally <laughs> desert. It is just <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, but it is it's less greener. slightly less. But it again, it is an abstraction. Oh, okay. You are in a, like, tundra.
2: Yeah, yeah. The entire region is like an arctic tundra. It's not like the mm-hmm. different hexes are, a, like, completely different, like, ecological zone.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I was just assuming that if it's less herbaceous or if it's less wooded or less vegetation in that area, then that means there's also going to be less game animals and less prey to forage off while we go through. That was my thought behind it. Not
0: enough less to matter.
2: Okay. And then, yeah. Also, Let's if just we have it. some amount stored up right now, then it would be better to get through that area if that were true as quickly as possible, as opposed to delaying our travel through that area. And yeah. Also, good point. Like, you know, if we were to go like northeast up here and then follow the river, oops, and then follow the river down here, then I feel like we're spending more time going through those spaces as compared to fording due east and then
4: they have more time to cut us off
1: yeah yeah no that makes sense that
2: makes sense
4: and if we if we cross first then we could always uh, i know we our scouts aren't good now but we could always post scouts on the other side of the bank and to like try to like they'll be vulnerable when they're fording just as much as we're vulnerable well, when we're fording
2: okay based on soul prior experience fording this river in the past how long about does it take for the following to complete fording the river like in the past we've never been in a rush like we are right now but like typically how long does it take to get the whole following across and the whole herd
6: uh,
0: let's see whether or not there's an answer to that in the book
1: and also, is this like a dangerous, like big river, or is this like a little creek, you know, that people draw their water from?
4: Nah, this looks like a big old river.
1: <laughs> it does, yeah. It's just saying the map makes it look like a big old river. How
4: much is how much is each square in a hex
0: Um I will say it is not like the way the river is drawn is not exactly to scale, but it doesn't actually say how long it takes to cross the river here, um, from what I can see. But I would say that it is just like, in game terms, that is probably one exploration activity.
6: Alright. Okay.
4: Okay. But we're not going to want to cross without the following. I feel like we're going to want to be there with the following. So we could always scout ahead, get to the edge, and then come back to the following, let them know where we want to cross, and then... Well,
1: well, Mimi, how far are we following? Is this like, we will perform exploration, and it is assumed that the following comes behind us? Is that what's happening?
0: So, basically, you and the following are always going to be in the same, like, hex of the map. But... You, basically, okay. you are going to be going ahead to see like secure a route and then they're going to follow behind you. But you're never going to be like more than one hex away.
3: Okay. So basically, it's like moving forward, flag, they approach, we go to the next. More or less. It's like playing Minesweeper.
1: We could even, you know, go <laughs> like start the setup of a camp, you know, that way it's ready. You know, we've got campsites set up. Come on, this. come on over here. So Once. if we're heading
4: directly east, are we heading to the? Because the way the hexes work out, are we moving to the, the northeast hex or the southeast hex?
2: Mm-hmm. We, I think southeast. I see.
4: The southeast one. I agree. That's what I would
2: go to here, and then go to here, and then go to here.
4: Yep. Yeah. Just work work our way across east until we cross the river, which is two hexes away, and then like, travel down. Like yep. this?
1: Did I get it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay there's a there's a lot going on here now there's a lot of <laughs> for, pod, for and podcast powers. listeners Everyone this to is, delete your stuff.
1: This is madness <laughs> okay, thank Thanks, Ruby.
3: absolute unadulterated chaos <laughs>
4: This is what happens when tabletop virtual tabletops allow you to draw, all right? Like, things are going to get drawn that maybe aren't productive.
1: <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, this also happens at a physical table when everybody can, like, reach and grab the wet erase markers. Oh, oh yeah. no. <laughs> My friends drew so many, like, furry art characters, like, all over our maps. Well,
3: I'd say we are we uh, were definitely going a direction with that, but... Uh...
1: <laughs> all right. So I think we have, I think we know what we're doing then. We're going to, you know, we're going to head east towards the river. We're going to ford it and, you know, head to the, the north of the lake. Yep. Um,
0: But like Panuwaku said, like, you also have been moving for a day now. So you are going to need to take some time to eat and rest before you move out. So you have some time.
1: All right. So I guess if we're going to, we're already at camp. So I guess we just have, you know, a little bit of time to kind of, Eat some dinner. Yeah, more or less. Right?
0: Um,
2: uh, Solsaid would also like to go check in with uh, with Healer Nocta. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, so I think you can both head over and you see Nocta's... Nocta's tent has always been the largest one because uh, it's where all of the sick and injured come. Um, currently there are about six people laid on cots um they are like in various states of injury uh some just look like beat up and tired and some of them have like arms and slings and um it's you know uh Nocta has been like casting uh healing spells so like none of them are dying but um none of them are in condition to like travel at speed either um because the thing about being a scout is you have to be going faster than everybody else um so Mm -hmm. if they are not able to travel at their full speed then that is also gonna make it harder for them to do their jobs um but Nocta sees you to come in and goes you're not hurt too are you
2: no i wanted to see how you were doing
0: takes a like towel and like wipes their brow and goes Things have been better. Yes.
2: How is Grandfather Ewa?
0: Okta just uh shakes their head. I mean
2: so kind of like fidgets for a minute.
3: And talks his head to the He's... side, very confused. Uh,
0: uh... A hundred-year-old man. A hundred-year-old human man. Yes. And the last days have been...
2: Challenging.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Manuaku has asked us to scout the route ahead. How are your supplies? Is there anything I should look for for you?
0: I, uh... I should be alright. Some of the... Some of the herbs are running a bit low. If you can uh, yes. spot them, and she'll uh, tell you like which herbs they need, uh, and uh, you know, uh, most of them grow along our regular routes. They tend to stock things that are in you know good supply. Um, so, if you are able to spot some on the way, that would be helpful. I will look. Anyway
2: there
6: anything else
0: that you need nocta i think i've more or less got things under control um uh and you see like even as nocta says that they like look to their patients here and then they look to the entrance of the tent um Mm -hmm. and you realize like they've got to look after these patients, they've got to look after AOA they've got to look after Weepa and her kids, mm-hmm. and sort of, like, the realization dawns on them that, like, this is the busiest that they have been perhaps in years. Um, mm-hmm. But they just kind of set their jaw and mm-hmm. say, yeah, I've got it.
3: Nocta, if you'd be so kind to um, who who is in who requires the most attention right now? I, uh, I
0: they nod their head to the man in the far corner who's got like one arm in a sling and one leg and a brace.
3: Um, mechanically speaking, if I were to use Soothe in this situation, would that aid or would that require something akin to like um, physical? If
0: you were to cast Soothe, it would help in his recovery somewhat. Um they are in more like like mechanically it like long-term care is like its own medicine check that you make over like hours mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of what Nocta is doing is like making those long-term care medical checks
1: okay she's got the ward medic skill feet oh boy
3: <laughs> <laughs> mm, we can at least make thanks, them thanks
4: for translating <laughs>
3: I can at least try to make him a little bit more comfortable It won't be to the same scale you can do But I've Mm. learned a few things Every little bit helps So Let's see exactly how well it works I'd say a a healing of 12 is pretty solid So Finn gently swipes his brush through the air And paint just kind of rolls off Almost oddly unusual considering how he works in combat it begins to just work its way across the limbs like a warm water calms like if you were to dip yourself in a nice warm
0: bath yeah warm day. um you see before you cast the spell that like this man his brow is kind of knitted in pain he's has he's having like a very fitful sleep like he's trying to rest but, like, his injuries are making it difficult. And then as the magic sort of washes over him, you see his face relaxes a little, um, and his breathing becomes more steady.
3: It's nice to heal people instead of do harm.
0: Nocta nods.
2: Sage has been watching Nocta for a little while, just in silence while Finn has been healing this man. Um, and she looks a little bit anxious, but finally... Uh, speaks up again and just kind of based on her familiarity with Nocta and the kind of the tells that Nocta has about like the way that they're thinking through all of the different things that they have to do and how busy they are and how like how much work they have as well as says um, I will sit with Lipa while I have my dinner and rest before we go out to scout
0: Nocta's expression softens a little and they nod and go think she'd appreciate the company.
1: Yes. When you guys step outside of the tent, say, maybe to go get your dinner, mm-hmm. uh, Ren was already gonna have Zoraku with her, and we were going to have procured hot plates, you know? So you step <laughs> outside, we've already got hot plates for you. We, we stood in line.
4: <laughs> uh, I, would, I would like to also help you with the hot plates, but I was hoping that if I could take a glance around and see if I could see if my arctic fox followed us well not my arctic fox but the arctic fox that i've been feeding at my camp did they come (laughs) with me or
6: um you probably
0: don't notice it at first because it is um kind of a a skittish little creature but once folks have kind of settled in a little more um you see it like sniffing around the edge of the camp um kind of like you normally set up just outside of like the line of the other tents, um, and this little fox is quite, sort of sniffing just outside yeah. the edge of the other tents. Um, like it's looking for some squirrel jerky.
4: Can I can I take some of the hot plate that we had and bring it over to to the the yeah, fox you that give I've named them, Oops. You
0: know, a few little scraps from off of your plate, and uh, it seems to get him to be a little less skittish. He's not going to like fully follow you into the camp, but is willing to hang out around the Uh, edges.
4: If he's, if he's willing to stick around, uh, Zorku will plop down in the snow and as excitedly as you guys have heard him tell him all about all of their adventures and be like, Oh, it was crazy. There was, you know, they, they asked me if I, what
5: what kind of animal I'd be in? uh, Like, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a bear, right? Like (laughs) it's a stupid question. He asked (laughs) And then, uh, and then, you know, they showed up, and they're fire everywhere. Oh man, I'm so happy you're good, Moose. <laughs> and like, he's super
4: excited that Moose is is all right. Moose doesn't have any injuries or anything, right?
0: No, um, he wasn't near any of the, you know, the the violence. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So Moose or Zorku will hang out with Moose
4: for the most part, unless everybody else wants Zorku around.
1: This might be the cutest thing I've ever experienced at a. TTRPG table, right? I just
3: want you to know that. <laughs> right. It's so friggin' adorable. I love it.
4: And he, uh, he's definitely like responding as if like Moose is talking to him, like he's just like you, you, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I know. Like the whole time, <laughs> he's 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 he thinks he's having a conversation because Moose is the only one that's been listening to him, or yeah, that's yeah. what he thinks.
0: <laughs> and I, Moose does like every time you pause, just like lets out a little yep, yep. Oh, my God.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Zorku has a friend. Has another friend. Yeah. Mm. Zorku's secretly the most popular person in the camp. <laughs> Just with the animals. Just with
0: the animals. Th- the and the old ladies. ladies.
3: Oh, that too.
4: Oh. oh, yeah, the old ladies. Well, well I'm ladies not popular been... with that guy that I messed up uh, the brew with. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> He's like, oh, this guy's an
1: idiot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, oh, the youth.
1: (laughs) So, Ren, uh, what's Panoaku up to? Uh,
0: After after Panoaku gave you those instructions, um, she just went back to... uh, care of her sister
1: oh okay
2: yeah so Solseid, oh, okay
1: I was gonna bring her a hot plate <laughs> but it sounds like she might not need a hot plate
2: yeah i'll say comes out of nokta's tent and accepts the food that ren is offering for her and says uh we should go sit with weepo
1: if uh, I'm preparing our equipment for tomorrow but I'll be there as soon as I can and is, is if not Panawaka, then who's doing like the quarter mastering you know like who's like tending the supplies and equipment and stuff I remember um correctly that'd be the firekeeper wouldn't it? firekeeper Mertig.
0: theoretically there would be one of them doing it and panuaku did like rush around and like give a bunch of orders earlier and like you were just kind of for like her last stop and now like folks are more or less like doing the autopilot stuff they normally do
1: okay well then, I do want to bring her a hot plate because I imagine she's busy uh, doing doing gear stuff. But I did want to approach and uh, you know present a hot plate. I assumed I assumed you've been too busy to gather food for yourself.
6: Mm.
0: Yeah, you and Soul Sage, uh step into the tent, um, and you see Weepa like lying in. Uh, like this extra plush bed like it's like everybody's brought her every extra like fur and pillow they have Um, like Weepa is like holding one baby in each arm and Panuaku is holding the third baby and like bouncing like alright nephew alright don't cry
1: I'll just set these down
0: there (laughs) Um, I think Panuaku kinda like sees you with the plate and gives you a look and just like silently mouths the word trade trade yeah <laughs>
6: like offering <laughs> oh, you see. the baby
1: oh i see uh ren's like a little bit confused uh but then uh, goes to uh, accept the child and hand off the plate of food yeah and, poems with and, and right, there, there was head. a time it, there was a time in ren's life where you know she really loved like getting to getting to 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 meet people and like hold their babies and and this time like sh- she wants to be happy like but that part of her like that innocent like part of her who's just like i love babies i love the happiness in the life that they have it kind of i don't know it, it's not the same anymore but she'll still take the baby and she'll try to enjoy it as you know as she previously may have
6: mm-hmm.
0: and panwaku just kind of like collapses and like like just lets herself like fall and like is sitting on the ground with this plate and is just like rapidly shoveling food and uh Weepa looks up at Solsaid and smiles at you
1: Hello, Hello, I do want to sing a little go ahead sorry
0: mm-hmm. yeah Rin can hum a little lullaby as uh Solsaid you walk over to mm-hmm. sit with Weepa
2: yeah, so I'll say sits down next to Weepa and sets her food down as well. And then um, extends her hands out to see if Weepa uh, would like her to hold one of the babies for a little bit.
0: She gladly accepts. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, hands oh. you another baby. Yeah. Um, and says, um, I don't know how my mother did this.
2: It does seem like a
6: lot.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just going to say it. Three babies at once. It's it's more it's more than a person should have, um, as she's like it's clearly like so exhausted like her mm-hmm. hair is so messy. <laughs> um. uh,
2: can I make a medicine check just for Soulsaid? Kind of like like giving Weepa just a quick look over just to make sure there's nothing that would need like knocked as immediate attention or. So there's there's no there's nothing concerning.
0: Yeah, you can make a medicine check.
2: Uh, I rolled a two, so I have a total of eight.
0: Um, fine. I'm just tired.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm assuming yeah.
4: Soroku isn't there, or am I there?
2: Uh, well, you were out
0: with Moose, but if you yeah. want to head over <clears throat> at any point, you're welcome to. <clears throat> nah, I'll stay with Moose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's um, probably
3: around the firekeeper himself.
1: Hush. Yeah close your eyes and sleep now into the land Ren will sing a little song that her mom used to sing her
0: mhm it's very sweet but yeah you know that like nocta is going to be back over here <laughs> as soon as they're able to be like they're not um they're they're going to make the rounds as needed so um you're not worried um I will say as you are sitting with Weepa, you do notice um a an expression that you can't quite place when she's not sort of making herself hold that expression just something dark comes over her face
3: huh. I know I'm not in the situation but dark and
1: what yeah, I was gonna say, how do you how do you how do you describe something dark coming over her?
0: Just like it's that look of someone who is in a memory, who is like she is physically in the room, but her mind is thinking about something long past.
1: Is it the thousand-yard stare? Is it that?
0: It's not like a thousand yards. She's like not like staring off into the distance, but like like her eyes aren't really focusing on what's happening here.
2: Solsaid is going to uh respect the fact that Weepa is having some thoughts and maybe they're not thoughts that she wants to share with other people and she's just gonna um maybe take both babies from her so that she can have whatever like maybe thinking about her husband that she needs to have
6: and just give give her the opportunity
2: and the space to work through whatever feelings she's having like in peace.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to fig- figure it out. So, like, Ren, like, remembers knights that survived the Whispering Tyrant, and the looks that they got on their faces sometimes. Is she having one of those looks? I mean... Like, the horrors I have seen look.
0: No, it's not quite like that.
1: Okay, okay, well then I'll just... Keep
0: um, but yeah, it's like when you offer to take uh, the other baby, um like she like looks at you and like immediately brightens up and goes thank you. Uh, I really would like to get a little nap. Um and and like like remembers that she's in a room with other people and is smiling for a minute and then sort of uh um like leans back and closes her eyes and like the smile doesn't stay but yeah, she does seem to be getting some rest. And...
1: Well, I guess Ren's seeing the situation. You know, Weepa needs a, needs a nap, and these babies need to be tended to, so I'm just going to sit down, and I'll, you know, one arm a baby, and another arm, like, a, like a, a spoon, and have myself a little bit of food,
4: um, I guess. Uh, at, at some point, Zoroku will come over and be like, Why are
5: you holding low, baby? It's not your job. We're scouts. Weepa is sleeping. Sleeping. The baby should be fighting. You need to leave. We're the only ones. Panuaku I have a dagger, just, just
0: gives a gives the most withering look you've ever seen, and doesn't say a word. It's just a look of like, I dare you to keep speaking. I think I'll I'll go find somewhere to lay down. Panwaku nods. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh
6: <laughs> poor Zoraku. <laughs>
0: Told you everybody
5: hates me. No, he doesn't see that. <laughs> yeah,
6: you go over to Moose and you're like, you wouldn't believe what they
1: just said. I, I tried to I think I'm close with people.
0: Um
1: Moose understands Zoroku. Moose uh-huh. understands.
0: But Panuaku after Zoroku leaves, will mention. Um Um There should be cribs packed away uh after uh, you know, the last group of kids, um I don't know if we have three cribs, but I can I leave you here while I go track those down?
6: Yes.
1: Abs- absolutely. Um I used to assist our carpenter back at the keep if you need help making cribs you can count on me.
2: Yeah, so I'll say it stays with Lipa and their children while who goes to find the cribs.
1: I'll tell the little one, I guess, looks like looks like supplies will have to wait till the morning. And I'll give it a little boop on the nose. Zoroku could have been booping the nose, but no one wanted him around. You did, we didn't want you to freeze the nose off. You? <laughs> Frost-blooded
6: freak.
2: Zoroku could have been... Oh my god! No, Zoroku could have been booping the nose if Zoroku had wanted to boop the nose and hadn't just been like coming in and yelling about how people shouldn't be holding babies, babies should be fighting. If Zoroku had come That's in true. saying, like, why isn't somebody booping those noses we would have just held the babies up for the nose boot.
4: Well, then That's I would hope true. you guys would do, like, a detect magic check on me or something to make what? sure that I wasn't nuts <laughs> acting out of character. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like there's been rumors about you and Moose out there when you don't know people have seen you. <laughs> oh, everybody yeah. knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> everybody knows. Zoroku has
3: no stealth whatsoever. Zoroku's def- definition of stealth is knocking over a tree and then using that as
0: a club. So... She leaves you two and Ren with the babies and it is eerily quiet in this tent. Like if you two speak to each other or were sing a lullaby, that would fill the silence. But like even the babies are not really stirring or crying very much. Like even they are kind of exhausted from the travel that you've just gone through. Um and
1: Plus it's exhausting just being a baby, you know?
2: Being born takes a lot out of you, yeah. Mm (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: And eventually Panuwaku does return and um like assemble starts assembling these two cribs that have been like broken down for storage. Um and uh is just kinda muttering gonna have to find a faster way to break these down and set them back up. Maybe, maybe if... Hmm. Can I put a crib...
1: Do they have baby-carrying slings? Can I put a
0: crib on a mammoth? Would that work? Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are, like... I mean, all you need is, like, a piece of cloth to, like, tie around your body and, and make a sling. Okay. Um... But, like, it's more just so that, like... Like... Panuwat is basically mentally trying to invent the car seat is just like, is there a way <laughs> I can? Um, what about
2: the tapirs? Oh, the tapirs.
0: Tapirs, they're they're too bouncy. They they don't move as steady as a mammoth does. Um, but you know, once once she has the cribs set up, uh, is like, all right? You can lay them down in here, and I guess I'll take care of the third one.
1: Uh, you know, I'll, I'll lay a, I'll lay a babe in the crib,
0: mm-hmm.
1: gently.
3: Survival check. <laughs>
4: oh my god!
1: I've been paying attention. Ren now is trained in survival. <laughs> I'm more
3: worried about Zoroku handing a dagger
1: to an infant.
4: Well, uh, you guys said I wasn't allowed, so I'm outside we, the tent. I'm not paying. Yeah, we
3: anything. made you leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, there's no, there's no, sh- there's no sugar coating.
0: We need you. I mean, Panuaku didn't make you leave. Just made it very clear that. You shouldn't speak. Yeah, I i leave. I,
1: yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was making you leave. Um,
0: <laughs> but as you sort of get the kids settled into the cribs, um, Weepa is very softly says, "Weyotan was supposed to be here for this."
2: Solsaid nods sadly. The rest of us are here for her now. It will have to.
0: And she
1: nods. Wait, did you say Weepa said that or Pana Waka? Weepa said that. A shame that person isn't here for who? Uh,
2: she was talking about a person that uh, Ren would not have met.
1: Yeah, Ren was assuming that was somebody who died and is, like, trying to be sympathetic. Just, I, Lauren, got confused about whose name was saying what, about whom. Okay, I get it.
2: Yeah, Solsaid, like, takes one of Weepa's hands in, like, both of her own.
0: And yeah, Weepa just squeezes, um, you can see is, like, making an effort to not cry.
2: Uh, okay, yeah, when, when Said sees that, she, like, squeezes back a little bit firmer, uh, and says, uh, It is normal to weep when something tragic has happened. You don't need to be s- too strong to cry.
0: I know. And I will when there's time, but not today.
2: So I'll say, just nods.
0: So it is now late evening. Um, the plan is to, you know, get what sleep you can, and then leave earlier than first light. Um, so to pack up camp and move while it's still uh, dark out. Um, but before any of you can get settled in to sleep, uh, Argakoa finds each of you, uh, and says, Aeola wants to see you. Finn
3: just kind of looks at him, head to the side. Lead the
2: way. Yeah, so I'll say goes mm-hmm. with Argakoa.
0: Yeah, I'll go with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she takes you back to, um... Aoa's tent. And when you step inside, uh, you see Aoa is lying in a bed. And uh, four younger people who you recognize as the, uh, um, the song singers, they are Argakoa's uh, sort of disciples, they are listening as Aoa recites uh, stories about his life. Um,
1: is there a solemn mood?
2: Yes, there? it is. Yeah, the the color like leaves Soul Sage's face, and she is like trying to contain like a, a neutral expression and not like have this like dread pall over her face. She's, like clearly extremely yeah, dr- troubled by this uh, this scene, but she's trying to play it cool and not like be disrespectful.
3: So that dread pall that you're avoiding having Finn's got clear, like his eyes, the slits have widened, and you can tell he's stressed.
6: Mm.
0: And you hear Aowa's voice is soft and strained, um as he begins saying it was my ninety first summer when I first began to see that each spring felt colder than the last. And I knew that soon something would have to change, that soon something would have to be done. Our traditions have always served us well, the teachings of our ancestors have always served us well, but they taught us most of all that we must be able to adapt when the old ways no longer serve us we find things that will and when he recognizes that you've entered um, he gestures at the song singers and says I think, I think that's all for now I'll let you know if i'll let you know if there's more uh and they each uh in turn will place a hand on his shoulder and lower their head and leave the tent uh and now it is you four and Argakoa standing around eowa he says i asked for you because we are in danger The following is being, being forced to reckon with our past failures. I, it always saddens me when children must, must atone for the deeds of their parents, but I am going to ask you to do something incredibly dangerous and incredibly difficult. I'm going to ask you to make up for the failures of our people.
3: Anything, Ewa. You gave me a home when I had nothing else. Just state it and I will follow.
0: 100 years ago, when, when my mother took the primordial flame from the burning mammoths, she hid it away because she did not wish to see it fall in the hands of the fiends but it did not stay hidden when we returned to its hiding place to ensure it was safe the guardian of that place had lost itself it attacked us and though we have not returned in all this time i know that the flame was taken. Go to Red Cat Cave. Face the Guardian. Learn the truth of what happened to the flame. If you do, there may yet be hope for all of us. Burning Mammoth and Broken Tusk alike.
5: Do we have to leave? I feel it's not smart, tactically.
3: I don't think this is a matter of survival for the colony. The Sokhu, this this is a situation. It seems where there's a greater task that's ahead of us. That the survival of the following will mean nothing if we don't do it. And sure, we could stay here and follow the same path, but that will still surely end in our doom. Is that what I'm understanding?
0: Argakoa oh. will cut you off there and say, "You can do both. Red Cat Cave is near." where we were going. Normally we reach the grandparents pass in the mountains and from there we go north. But if we continue east we would reach the cave instead. Very well.
3: I was just going to say, I just kind of look at Argacoa and kind of glance over to Eowa and back the key, the piece is all kind of coming together now.
6: The fo-
4: what did Ren say? Did Ren say something that you wanted?
1: We will do this.
0: The following will... Continue east as planned, and then when we find this guardian, CR uh, Stick is his name, we will hopefully we'll receive guidance on what to do next. If guidance doesn't come, we will go north as we always have.
2: Grandfather, do you need us to do this in secret?
0: He takes a moment before answering and says I have carried this secret since I was a child and it has always weighed on my heart I have already asked you to do so much I will not ask you to bear that burden as well
6: thank you
3: grandfather I just looked at the rest of the group look back if you wish me to do so, I would not hesitate. You gave me home.
5: I am not very good at keeping secrets, but I will get the flame.
0: Now, I have told Argacola and her song singers all that I can remember of my youth, of my, of my journey, of my wisdom. She knows all that I have ever known, and so she will guide you should you need it
5: why is she guiding us you still got some fight in you
0: he laughs and the laugh kind of turns into a cough
2: so he'll say like awkwardly I... like just looks at the ground
3: i immediately come down to his side without hesitation
0: my fight i'm afraid is over it has been for a while but i have new things to look forward to
2: is there any? we will thing? carry on is there anything else that we can do for you before we leave to scout ahead? He
0: he pauses again longer this time but you can see his brow knit and you can see that he is thinking, I I will not ask you to correct another of my failures.
2: Solsaid takes his hand.
3: Finn's on the other side doing the same thing.
0: You Bacchino. are... Go ahead.
2: Pocono knows the ropes. That we take every year i will look for signs of anyone else walking
0: he nods and seems to uh, take some relief from that you you are kind good-hearted youths. i am proud to leave the future of the broken tusks to you it was not it was not for nothing when i said that one day you would be leaders i see in each of you a spark of something
1: great we
2: follow in your footsteps grandfather
5: i will carry the mammoth on my back if i must
1: and i will ensure that these people are safe and they have what they need at all costs
5: thank you Is the plural
4: plural of mammoth mammoths yes Oh, okay <laughs>
1: it's not mamai. i
4: i thought it was i thought the plural of mammoth was mammoth
3: it's not like
1: a herd Both
6: of boxing brew. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't think anyone would correct you if you're like, hey, how many mammoth they got in there? You know, I don't think anybody would be mad about that. <laughs> I, I think it's a
3: matter of uh, structural syntax that determines what the plural is in this case.
0: We can continue. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sound like ALS sounds right now. Perfect. It's roleplay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's because you're
6: you're. A it was all actor. for the
4: skit, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, right? You went and got sick so that you could do this scene absolutely flawlessly, right?
3: Not gonna lie, I'm over here getting, like, teary-eyed.
4: Yeah, this is, this is a really good. I love this. Well, I don't love this. I hate this, but I love
3: it. I liked I Eowah. <laughs> got me all attached to AWA and now I'm like, oh.
0: Oh.
1: Well, he's not gone yet. I mean, you can still, you know. <laughs> I'm not dead yet! <laughs>
0: but he does... Uh, he does say, um... I... I think I should get some rest but um all of you
1: now look around is there a hot plate did somebody feed this man
0: um you don't see a plate here but he is I'm he going is to he is, is being cared for um mama Rin.
3: you can, <laughs> you can almost tell from the way Finn is that he's not going to leave unless he's forced to.
0: yeah I think Argakoa will like sort of usher you out as he says he needs his rest um but before you leave he says be safe take care of each other
2: uh, before the soul Sid leaves uh she goes to ewa and says uh, sister cinders dawn will bring new light
0: he gives a small she nod goes, at that she, she nods
2: nuts. back it's... And, and then she leaves to let this poor old man have his
6: his rest before he dies yeah he's good guys he's
3: good he's just he just needs a nap he's good he's taking the forever nap (laughs) jess and i are over here like getting misty-eyed i'm trying to not but man i'm feeling it
4: i am also feeling it but my coping mechanism is humor so i'm really trying hard not to ruin this (laughs) all right peter parker calm down This is really, really, really sad. <laughs>
3: this is this is almost as, like, rough on the soul as the the funeral of Sturm and Dragonlance. That broke my heart.
4: I
0: don't know. <laughs> I don't know who that is.
3: Oh, Dragonlance yeah. was so good growing up.
0: But just to um, fast forward a little bit. Now, Aeola does not make it through the night. Um, the normal funeral rites would require more time than what you have to spare and so instead the most respectful thing that they can do is to light a funeral pyre and Mertig uh, offers a prayer to sister cinder and that is uh that is the last thing the Broken Tusks do on the site before they collapse the last of the camp and leave the burning pyre behind them. Now, uh, as the rest of the camp moves, unfortunately, you all don't have the opportunity to stay and mourn with them because you must forge ahead.
1: I thought we might even leave, like, in the morning before everybody else even gets up.
0: Yeah. Um... You probably do, actually. You probably leave, you know, a good...
1: We might see, like, the pyre yeah. over a hill, like, we know you what's would, going on. You would have
0: left a couple of hours before the rest of the camp. So.
3: Finn did put together, albeit a small, but uh, a portrait of AoA to the best of his abilities in the short amount of time he had. Something he left for the rights before they
0: it is greatly appreciated by everyone who sees it.
4: Zoroku is remaining ignorant to the fact that the man has just died and he's just thinking, oh yeah he's just going to sleep. I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's thinking about the fact that he's, he doesn't know that that guy's not waking up.
0: Yeah, yeah I think probably after you've done your scouting, after you've rejoined the following, that will be a rude awakening for Zoroku. Mm-hmm. Because Yep. I don't I'm speculating here. I don't think anybody
1: right now has the heart
0: to break it to him sooner than that.
1: Finn. No, I no, Ren definitely does not. Finn I definitely
4: know. think during the scouting that Zoroku would mention something along the lines of man, he was looking like crap, and uh they need to feed him more or something
3: along those lines.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they'll uh I'm sure they'll feed him a lot there, buddy.
3: Finn just stays completely yeah. silent.
1: Yeah, I mean
4: I'm assuming from where Zurku comes from, people don't die of old age very often. I mean, he's from like a warring tribe. Oh, so yeah, people probably yeah. die well before they yeah. grow old and die. So Yeah, I
0: think he's at the very least, like like where you grew up, there's probably a point of pride of like dying in battle. And like there are a lot of um northern cultures in Galarian that are that way, like um the Linorm Kings are also very much about like dying in battle and having a glorious death. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't think We're just... you at least probably know very few people who have died of old age, if any. Yeah, probably just not tell
4: anybody
1: tell else. That he went to a farm upstate. she <laughs> <laughs> hanging yeah. out with the other mammoths. Yeah.
4: He certainly hasn't known anybody personally that has quote unquote gone upstate <laughs> like like really well.
3: Like I said, Finn just stays completely silent, even when addressed. The only responses people get are a nod or a shake of the head. He's just completely completely speechless.
0: But um Yeah, as your mission, you know, sort of requires you to forge ahead and continue on um, you have to scout uh, the trail forward so just how does Soul Sage uh, want to go about this scouting like I know you were asking about different things like you wanted to keep an eye out for herbs you want to keep an eye out for Pocono but so like what does Soul Sage Mm -hmm. do as you explore ahead?
2: yeah I think that said is trying to just like compartmentalize and keep all of her emotions buried while they are scouting. So just like not think about Aloy, not think about the danger that they're all in, not think about uh, the quest that they're going to have to go on to recover the flame, and just focus on the immediate task, the immediate physical surroundings of where they are, and. I think the thing that she is most concerned about is trying to keep an eye out for any sign that Pocano could have come through here. Because he does know the routes that they take. He does know after the uh, the Burning Mammoth's attack where the Broken Tusks would have gone. So if he wanted to rejoin the group, he does know where he needed to go and where he needed
0: to be. Yeah. And I think even as you are sort of doing this as you are like looking for signs of tracks looking for signs of hunting looking for things that would make it obvious that Pakono was here um i think you kind of gradually come to the realization that like there's just so many different ways to get to where you're going if you were to run into pakano it's probably going to be at one of the major landmarks on your route so like yeah the bank of the lake the grandparents pass like those are places where you are you would have a better chance to find him because right now you're just sort of you know out in the world yeah how about finn how's finn holding up during this scouting
3: at first, Finn would be struggling to try to even focus, but after a while, some, it's almost like a switch flips, and he stops going wondering about Aowa and starts wondering what would have Aowa looked for? What would have been the, the things he'd be most concerned about to prep the route. What would be the things that he would want the people to find? The, the supplies, the water, danger signs of other groups, anything that would potentially bring undue danger. Finn's just entirely dedicated and focused to the idea of ensuring the safety of the following. Just in the sense of honoring his request.
0: Mm-hmm. And Zoraku, who is maybe less aware of the emotional weight of what just happened, than everybody else. How is he going about his exploration?
4: I would assume Zorku's just carrying on like it's a normal day. Like, he just went and met a really tired old guy, and he's just like, well, he's gonna be alright, so let's just keep on keeping on. And he's gonna uh, try to be as forward a scout as a forward scout would be by, like, walking in front of the group and, like, trying to keep track, but he doesn't want to stray too far from the group that like he's separated if we do run into anything. So he's just trying to stay ahead of everybody I guess.
0: Yeah, you want to be in front if you do run into trouble. You want to make sure you're in between the danger and everybody else.
4: Yeah, which also means that he's not looking at everybody's expressions and recognizing sadness on their faces or anything like that.
0: And Ren, what is... Going through your head during this time.
1: Uh, what's going through her head? That's a, I've been sitting here trying to figure that out for a while, and I, and I'm trying to figure out if slash how I want to portray it. This is very reminiscent to what Ren experienced, you know, a few weeks ago. Like I haven't even, she hasn't even been with the following for very long. Uh, this is one hundred percent charlie's in the bush ptsd moment
6: oh boy
5: <laughs> oh no like
1: <laughs> that's what happened to her is her her night troop was led through the it's not, what is it Sarcesis? sarcosis 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 Sar-chorus. yeah i keep i'm trying not to just say the world. Wound. they were her knights were led through sarcorus and they were just picked off one by one and just these little skirmishes just over and over throughout like the month-long march and now you know we're trying to get through this land while we're being chased down by the 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 burning mammoths and so what ren is doing is she's in the rear of our formation maybe not like far back but she's just mean and like if you talk to her she's gonna sound like like an angry drill sergeant. (laughs) <laughs> but she doesn't really want to talk. So she just doesn't have a lot to say. But if she has to say it, she's going to bark it at you. And if you're falling back, you know, she might walk up and just like hit you on the back hard. Get back information. You know, like. She's kind of she's kind of trying to just completely be disciplined so she doesn't have to deal with the amount of fear that she has right now. And that's kind of what's in her mind, is stay strong, keep them safe. Just over and over again, stay strong, keep them safe.
0: Yeah. And the four of you travel that way for, you know, the better part of the morning. Like, you watch the sunrise, you watch it cross the sky, you watch as the shadows shift in the landscape as different animals wake up and go to sleep. You get your lay of the land. You ensure the route is safe. There are no deadly beasts here. There are no other followings here. There are no, you know, raiders or brigands. And you choose a site that's suitable to camp so that you can signal... To the rest of the following to come behind you.
1: Pull out the flare gun and launch the green smoke.
2: <laughs> well,
1: how do we signal? I guess we would be like do like a fire and do like smoke
2: signals. We could do that, but Solsaid also, with her uh, whisper on the wind impulse, she can speak to people uh, 500 feet away. So depending on how far ahead we are,
0: I think you're more than 500 feet. Like I think you have. You're probably, like, half a mile to a mile ahead of the rest of the following. And so, like, there are a couple of different ways that you could signal. Mm -hmm. You probably don't want to do smoke signals because those can be seen from very, very far away. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more likely that you would, like, double back on your path a little bit Mm -hmm. and maybe blow a horn or raise a flag Um, in a way, bird call, (laughs) bird call (laughs) might not (laughs) be quite loud enough.
1: We could do a, a loud bird call.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, 500 feet is like a 10th of a mile. So you said if we're like, if we're, if we're even like a half a mile to a mile away, I feel like we could double back. And I feel like we could come within a tenth of a mile, right? Yeah, like half
1: a mile away. Like we're hardly even scouting. Like we can look back and just see them with our physical eyes, you know, like Like we'd have to be like several miles out, I think.
0: I don't know. I don't know distances. I don't.
4: (laughs) Depends how dense the forest is, really. If the forest isn't super dense, then we would totally be able to see them a half mile away.
0: You're probably then like a couple of miles ahead. But again, oh, okay. it wouldn't be too difficult to like double back and sort of meet them in the middle to say like, all right, here's the route. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Um, and I suppose actually because like you're traveling ahead of them, mm-hmm. but they are also trying to stay moving mm-hmm. and like keep rallying. So like you probably have some kind of like yo, system. i got of- it
1: pull out a bow i cast the light spell on an arrow and launch it
0: okay how far can you literally a, a, a
1: signal flare
2: i mean if oh. we're traveling and they're also traveling and we just need to communicate the information to them of what direction they need to move in order to follow us like i could just be continually using whisper on the wind to like update them as to our direction like just continually as we are traveling so that they always know what direction to move as opposed to us finding a place and then doubling back and then them like beginning to travel then like if we're continually always moving and they're continually always moving we could just be continually updating them
0: what i was gonna say is instead of just repeatedly doubling back you could just be like leaving Mm -hmm. markers like you could be drawing in chalk or like I mean if any of you can prepare the sigil cantrip you can just cast sigil and like
1: actually i could prepare the sigil cantrip i'll just prepare the sigil cantrip
0: yeah and you can just use that as like road markers so that they know like this way is safe don't go that way
4: does the does the burning mammoth would they be able to see that as well
0: i think sigil only has like a 24 hour duration oh okay
1: better it's it, it says duration unlimited slash c below Uh, But then, okay, then it fades after... It fades naturally over the course of a week at our level, so a week. I don't know if we Uh, would... But it does say it's a unique magic sigil, so I think, like, two of us would have to prep sigil. Can anybody else prep? I guess I'm the only one who preps, so it's just gonna have to be If it's gonna be
4: there for a week, I feel that Zoroku would warn you that that's not... Oh, can they wipe it off?
1: Yeah, they can wipe it off.
0: Yeah, because I think the sigil spell specifically says it can be... Like, you can remove the sigil. Like, you can dismiss
6: yeah. it.
4: Oh, okay, okay. I just want to make sure we're not leaving a path for the burning mammoth, and then we just all die. <laughs> oh,
1: no, and that says if it's on a creature, it fades over the course of a week. Uh, so if you just throw it on a stone, it'll just be there until somebody yeah, wipes it, it off. Says- the mark okay.
0: can be scrubbed or scraped off with five minutes of work.
3: Sweet, sweet. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. I was going to say, we are going to have Sulsade, the ham radio operator. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Like a like a. Uh, this is Soul fade. Come in, camp.
1: Uh. Soul State's getting like static, so you have to like, rotate your horn a little bit. I'm sorry, Jess. We'll, we'll, we'll put some. We'll tie some tin foil up there to so get better signal.
3: I'm getting daggers. I'm getting daggers. Oh,
2: shit. Do I have to like climb a tree to get a better signal? Yeah, you do. You do have
3: to
4: climb a tree.
1: And you have to face like the right way. Yeah. But if you're just a little bit off, it's going to make it worse. Move your head
4: to the left, move your head to the right,
0: hold one hand. Finish to stand there with some spoons like in
2: just the right spot. (laughs) I think. (laughs) I'm sorry, everyone. I think Sigil works great for us. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah, The point is, you have multiple ways to do it. (laughs) And like. Like between the four of you, with the training you've gotten from Weepa and your general life experience, you. You know how to, like, leave a trail that your people can follow that other people won't.
2: Mm -hmm. Which means that one of us needs to be instructing Ren on where and how and, like, the particulars of leaving this trail. uh, And then getting just, like, the worst treatment from Ren. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be the one to bug her about that.
2: Solsaid, uh is probably the one doing it.
1: Oh, but she's got a soft spot for you, for SoulSaid. Yeah, still, though, that might make it even worse because she doesn't want you mm-hmm. to get
2: hurt. So, like, at every, like, periodic, however often, Solsaid will, like, stop and go to Ren and say, like, We should leave a marker here if you can create the sigil on this rock.
1: I, I don't think I don't think Ren's going to stop to to listen. So you'll have to like you know kind of kind of like. Oh you know, no, this not it's not horrible. a
2: problem. Uh, because of my I'm sure. whisper on the wind impulse, uh, Soul Sage <laughs> speaks in a oh soft whisper, God. and the wind just carries her voice to wherever it needs to go. She doesn't ever need to actually I be mean... realistically close to anyone for them to hear her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let me let me bl- let me, me pull out like a little fan so I can just blow the wind away yeah. do
2: not
4: anybody... <laughs> whisper on the wind to Zoroku
2: It's the... gonna be like the ghost no, it's, the... <laughs> it's always the way she speaks because she's always talking in this like this whispered tone oh, yeah. that would be too quiet yeah, for you to hear because she's always whispering <laughs> but you can always hear it
1: yeah it's very wispy yeah, Ren will come over to you know like whatever the stone just kind of stomp over to the stone Take a quick, hard knee, slap a sigil on it, and get up, you know, adjust adjust the uniform, and march. Thank you, know? Just real spartan about it. And then, and then say nothing. Mm-hmm.
0: So, once you finally choose the site for the camp, and wait for the rest of the following to catch up, um... This actually might be the first time Zoruku notices that something is off because usually there are five mammoths at the head of the the procession that sort of lead everyone else. Right now there are four mammoths at the front.
4: Are these figurative oh, do mammoths? They make or camp real with
0: mammoths? us? No literal mammoths it is they are called mammoth lords because they ride literal mammoths, so instead of the five mounts with five mammoth lords, there are four
5: Did they. Did they eat one of the mammoths? I asked if we had food, but he said we were good, so I guess we ate a mammoth.
3: Finn just kinda of walks up. Where is Awa? Puts his hand on Zoroka's shoulder. I don't know how to explain, but um He's dead,
1: you idiot. Yeah.
5: He's dead? Was there a battle?
3: Soroka, we aren't we aren't like where you're from. Um some people do live long enough to for age to take them and now they were he didn't make it.
5: He seemed very strong. Last time we sucked. Just seemed tired.
3: That's usually how it goes. First you get tired, and you just go to sleep and you don't wake up again. It's, um, sometimes it's a painful experience, sometimes it isn't, but sometimes it's...
1: It's in the past. Focus on the threats around us.
5: Did he, did we give him a weapon before he fought death?
3: His strength of will carried him as far as it could, but death does come for us all. What matters is what we do with life. Mm. And he
5: gave us like a task. I feel if he was stronger, he'd still be here.
1: I'm going to take watch. And I'll just get up and wander off He wilderness. gave us a task, and
3: I know at least in my case, I must carry through with his request. He found me. He gave me a place. I didn't have anything. That's why I'm kind of always around you, Zoroku. You came to this nowhere else to go and kind of understood that. I mean, look at me. Who actually has... Scales in their hands. Who has claws like I do? Who breathes lightning like
6: I do?
2: So I'll say just like shifty eyes. Like,
6: are... yeah.
2: Okay, okay, Finn.
3: <laughs> you
5: don't That's
1: have a to. Very okay, Finn moment.
5: Yeah. You don't have to be human to be awesome.
1: It's not just because being...
5: you got scales. So what?
1: It's not about who you
3: are or anything like that. It's just. I don't know where I come from. Every bit of research I show, I mean, a dragon, but every type of dragon I find doesn't match.
5: I thought we were talking about Ewa. What does this guy do with anything? Ewa, he, he needed a weapon.
2: Grandfather, we we're talking about
5: if he was, if he was a alive.
2: Grandfather Ewa has gone to Sister Cinder's light.
3: Like, like he left us? Finn just kind of goes to the fire and starts poking at it. So Pakano's in charge now. No,
2: Pocano isn't here. And he wasn't I mean, named Eowa's successor.
5: Hmm, this sounds inefficient. What? I feel Eowa should have named successor if he knew he was near the end. You always name successor before you go to battle. And he just went to a different battle. Then most die. Like my, my successor, Moose. Moose will take over for me once I'm gone. Protect Broken Tusk.
2: The other mammoth lords will probably decide the successor
5: will be in the Eagle House. Mm, yes, that's smart. Thank you, SoulSaid. Finn, you make no sense. Soulsaid puts it plain.
0: Yeah. I think it's probably not worth explaining this, but SoulSaid would understand probably the highest rank member of Falcon House mm-hmm. right now is technically Emek. <laughs> okay. That's
3: awesome.
4: That's pretty crazy, and uh
1: adorable Mm -hmm. (laughs) she'd make a great mammoth lord you know she She already
4: rides mammoths mammoths i mean that's how you described her the first time we met Mm -hmm. her was she was riding on a mammoth so
6: yeah
0: like obviously she's too young to be a leader right now but like if in the like technical like hierarchy like being a herder is a very high position
3: that's awesome that is like super adorable and awesome
1: She's like a prodigy herder, too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I bet they've got big aspirations for that little one. Oh, for
0: sure. Yeah, um, but as it stands right now, there is not anyone who is in a position to lead uh, Falcon House, so most likely, um, that seat will just have to remain vacant for a while. Yeah,
4: I feel like that's confusing to Zoroku, because there's always a clear line of secession with orcs. So this is kind of weird for him that there's not uh someone else that's gonna be taking Eois place.
0: Yeah, I mean I I know Zoru has a very um uh what's the word? Very difficult history yeah. with succession.
4: And, I mean, in the past ten years that he's been with the Broken Tusk, has anybody died? Like, not like like any of the Mammoth Lords. Like, this is the first time he's been around succession, right?
0: Yeah, I don't I think all of the current Mammoth Lords have had their positions for 10 years or more at this point. Um I think everybody kind of has their like prospects. Like Argacoa has her disciples. Um and uh Argakoa and Letsua are both the leaders of Otter House. Um mm-hmm. and honestly, I don't think anybody worries about Letsua because he's an elf. Um, he's gonna be around <laughs> yeah. for a while. <laughs> um and then uh nocta has been like not very secretly trying to uh train up soul sage to take their place one day
2: and then pokono was kind of like the heir apparent to eagle house but then awad didn't oh sorry yeah to falcon house falcon uh but then at the the festival that we were just at, like Eowa did not officially name him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like Pacano would have mm-hmm. probably been the clear choice if it wasn't just for mm-hmm. his own behavior getting in his way. Like, Aowa didn't want to name Pacano his heir because of the way Pacano yeah. treated people.
1: I hope he gets a redemption arc. Seriously <laughs> I do Paco to... I it... hope he like you wizens up and does good
4: I think I think he was captured and he's the BBEG now
3: <laughs> I have a feeling it's gonna be somewhere in between
4: <laughs> but anyway I think uh I think Zuriku, it'll finally set in after the last talks with Solsaid and Finn and he'll just like think about that Aowa was one of the first people that was there when he fo- got dragged into the camp and I feel like you know, Zoroku's kinda just gonna slump off. I mean he's not gonna he's not gonna act sad or cry or anything like that, but he's he's kinda just gonna walk off. he doesn't wanna be around anybody.
3: There are frozen droplets left in the wake of Zoroku's steps towards the edge of camp.
4: There's always frozen droplets. <laughs> no, but these not. are oddly <laughs> unusual. Yeah. No, Zorku actually doesn't cry.
2: <laughs> he can't because the tears oh, yeah, they freeze as they're coming out of his eyes. So he just has to like yeah. wipe away his little his little eye crystals. <laughs> it's like oh, when you
4: get those like those eye uh, <laughs> yeah. What do you call it? Those eye boogers or whatever you get. That's what he gets. you gets oh, eye you're just he gonna gets have eye to settle crusties. for giving people
1: the cold shoulder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just the process of finding all the plots where everything goes, and like setting up like enough space for everybody, creating the pens for the herd um you know unpacking supplies all of this is like a process that you've all done hundreds of times but doing it in this very like rushed kind of slapdash way is new for all of you um you've never been in a position where you have to set up the entire camp in like a couple of hours and stay for half a day and then break it down again um and it is it's clearly beginning to wear on people Um, as, like, everybody does, like, a just good enough job to get the things that are important, but like, even looking around you can see, like, this is not how you normally travel.
3: Finn's going to be periodically using Inspire Courage to at least try to edge everybody on in a positive way. Periodically Mm. switching between just a herd of mammoths crossing to the various animals representing the houses. Anything he can think of to just try to keep people
1: moving positively. There's like a a tired, you know, like like kind of oldish man who's like trying to put his tent together, but he, he stops and has to sit down. He's just too tired. Ren will come take a knee next to him, pick up the hammer, put it in his hand.
2: Mm. Get Does up. she do it like super aggro though? Uh,
1: no, 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 not super aggro, just matter mm. of fact. You know, it comes over, takes the knee, puts the hammer back in his hand. Get up. There will be time to rest when it's done. And she'll help out a little bit. You know, she'll help him out too. Help him get finished up. So
2: I'll say it goes to Mm -hmm. uh, Pakuanu to, like, report in on the day of scouting.
6: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah, and she accepts your report. Um, Very, you know, like, clearly looking kind of frazzled and distracted herself. Um, But... You know, accepts your report, says, right. Hey, thank you again. Um, good work.
2: Tomorrow we ford the river.
0: Yeah. It'll it'll be uh challenging, but should be fine. It's nothing we haven't done before.
2: Will we, uh, be all right for the crossing?
0: We'll figure something out. Um We Probably have to we have a boat. Maybe the boat can work, or maybe on the back of a mammoth. And you can see like the same way Panuaku was like sort of brainstorming building like you know, car seats for the mammoths is now just like back into brainstorming mode and is just like trying to figure out all these logistics. Um like I think this is something that's happened in the past, where somebody would have to like cross the river like with a baby, um but it's like Panwaku was never personally had to be responsible for it, and so it's just like, like how how did we do it before? Who
1: who can I ask for help? I know um, about fording a river with a baby. I know about fording the river with you know like horses and you know like equipment and you know, logistics. Yeah, somebody all the other the logistics.
0: Baby. Yeah, all the other logistics are fine. She's just trying to figure out, okay, three babies. So does that mean three boats? Or big boat? Um, Like, is also, like, clearly just, like, tired enough that, like, can't tell which of her ideas make sense.
2: Nakata will probably know what we did the last time.
0: Um, uh, And she thinks... uh, And, like... I think probably Argakoa is nearby and like puts a hand on her shoulder and is like, don't worry, we've got it figured out.
4: How deep is this river? Because I've probably crossed this with them a couple of times before. Oh, yeah. Like, how deep is this thing? Is like a swim kind of deep or is this like a like a way across?
0: Um, I think at the points where it is more shallow, you can like wade across with things over your head. It depends on where exactly you cross. Like... Like the mammoths, it's deep enough that the mammoths don't have to swim um, for the most part, but okay, that's still pretty deep for people.
1: Well, I mean we have to pick the yeah. shallows. yeah, we part.
2: would know we I would mean, know just... which parts of the river are good to head towards.
0: yeah, so you're gonna find you know a less troublesome spot mm-hmm. to cross I think I, I think I um, would have
4: come with Solsade to make your report on the scouting. Because I was trying to be in front the whole time. And when mm. you guys continue to talk about the babies,
5: I'll say... Uh, I can strap a baby to my chest. I am tall. I stay above the water. I have rope.
0: panuaku is, like, starting to give you a dirty look. um, and, But Argakoa is like, that's a very kind offer. And will probably be helpful.
5: Yeah, Baby doesn't have to be comfortable. Baby just has to live.
0: Not... Not with rope. We have better ways. Oh, cool. okay. Yeah, rope probably <laughs> That's not very kind comfortable. Zeroku.
1: the adults are talking. We all about...
6: have yeah. Our own... <laughs> Jesus.
2: We all have our own roles, Soroku. The following will ford the river, but we will need to scout ahead on the other side.
5: This is true. But I am strong. I could carry at least ten babies.
2: Fortunately, there are That not is my job to be strong. Need to be carried.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you're right. I might drop one.
6: Yeah.
0: Uh, Argikoa has, like, physically stopped Panuaku from, like, like, jumping on her. Like, <laughs> she is just, like, so stressed and so frazzled, and you make her so mad. And Arkakoa is, like, has a hand on each of Panuwaku's shoulders, is like, it's, it's fine, it's fine. So I'll
2: say Jesus, and so she's just like, oh, we... come on, Soroku, we have, have a lot of other important things to do.
0: Oh.
5: Speaking speaking of, um, I saw that many of the Broken Tusk were cold, and I know that I don't like fire, but you do. Could you help start fire for the Broken Tusk? But not near me, don't do it near me. But they need fire.
2: We have to be careful not to lead the burning mammoth to us.
5: Yes, small fires small not a lot of smoke but enough
0: to cook food yeah and yeah you could help uh, with some cook fires like that's it. Um, like thing under normal circumstances it's a, something where everybody could kind of you know pitch in and help but like with how frazzled everybody is nobody's gonna complain if you just uh, gave them a little elemental shortcut. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, uh, but bef- I know when I've been before- in the
4: wilderness, I would have loved it if someone could conjure fire out of their hands and start fire for me. because yeah. Starting fire in mm-hmm. real life sucks. Oh my god, it's a pain. <laughs> so in if the I neck. had Soul State in real life with me when I was in the woods, I would be like, "Hey, you over here, fire now, please." Yeah. <laughs> three logs,
3: some kindling.
2: Have fun. Yeah, so Soul Save does have a kineticist ability uh, based kinesis, which lets you like kind of control non-magical mundane forms of your element and because she is a dual gate kineticist and so her elements are both fire and air this means that she can both generate fire and then suppress uh the the air and the smoke from rising up
3: Oh, that's cool. You a
6: yeah, you a I... stealth camper?
1: Could you <laughs> could you like airbend the smoke yes. like oh, into like bottles so cool. and make well, little smoke bombs?
6: Could... Well, that's not how smoke yeah.
0: bombs work. Yeah, but... but
3: what if it was? <laughs> I'm over here thinking maybe I need to dig a hole with a with a with 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 like an air vent and all that good stuff, and then cover it with a couple of leaves and a couple of twigs, so it just produces the flame underground. Ah. Uh, I don't have yeah. to.
0: I think if you had the time, you could do that, but Solsaid's way is just going to be faster. Oh yeah, absolutely. Finn's like um... out
3: there getting ready to dig, and then he sees her and he's like, alright, got the Navy SEAL beer
6: the woman. Smoke <laughs> back over in, here. So it like smokes the meat.
2: Yeah, so in order oh. in order to do this, uh, Soul Sade needs to first conjure the element around her. And so like, normally when she's not fighting, she just looks, you know, like a normal person or whatever but in order to use any of the kinetic abilities she needs to kind of like have an aura of her element around her which is probably very alarming for zoroku because it involves like you can visibly see like little wisps of flame and like drafts of wind kind of swirling around her person
4: oh he absolutely does not like that he's way off he's watching he's not leaving you but he's definitely watching from like a distance
1: you can just see the eye twitching.
3: Yeah,
4: yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, little <slow> eye twitch. <laughs> I
1: like how you recoil from like a vampire being with garlic brandish. Yeah, to it. yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
4: he doesn't like the heat, but he definitely doesn't like the uh, like fire like flowing around her mm-hmm. while she controls it. And like, I don't know, is it very clean? Are you like absolutely perfectly handling this? fire like no problem
2: i think probably soul said um... okay
4: then he's probably not mega uncomfortable like if you were like because we're level two right i'm like thinking like you're like oh whoa, 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 and then you like pull it back in you're like like swirling it around and then something gets out or something i don't know well as part of the aura
1: part. you know it does you know kind of like mm-hmm. float in the in the area too just comes behind your head and pops you in the back of the head <laughs> <laughs>
4: No, if you're controlling it well, then he's he's not going to be, like, right next to you, but he's probably going to watch very warily mm-hmm. from the, the side. I think
2: that any time she has her kinetic aura, like, active, that's probably uh, something that maybe it makes him a little bit nervous.
6: Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but he does recognize that the broken tusk need fire, and he doesn't. So he's trying to, I don't know, he's trying to do something.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And you know, at least for at least for Soul State, it's less like raw magic and more raw element. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's literally just wind and fire.
0: Also, just to be clear, just I don't know if we have said this out loud yet, and I don't want the, our audience to feel gaslighted. SoulSAid did oh, respect yeah. <laughs> into Kineticist. <laughs> really SURPRISE!
2: Surprise! <laughs>
6: yeah. Really <laughs> excited.
2: Yeah, I finally had a chance to look over the kineticist and how it turned out in Rage of Elements, and it felt to me like it suited her character better than Elemental Sorcerer did.
0: Yeah, so that's why all this talk of, like, impulses Mm -hmm. and kinetic auras, um, but, uh, yeah, you get that fire going and you like, suppress the smoke so that there's no, like, um, you know, obvious sign of where you're camping from a distance. Um, and I think you're not too far away from, like, where Weepa's tent is, and Argakoa does say, um, I know you were out scouting, so you didn't hear, but we are going to be holding the naming ceremony soon.
6: Okay,
3: thank you. I'll say, when, when we go to leave, let me know, and I will remove any of the signs of the burns on the ground. I'm sure it look like we were never here.
2: Uh, Solace nods.
5: Good idea, Finn. What is the naming ceremony?
2: When the children will be. I'm named.
3: Just kind of st- it's nods. with
5: with who's named the ruler, or no, not ruler. The uh, who's named the mammoth
0: lord. It's to g- declare the children's names to the following, and announce who they are. Oh, can I name one? The names have been chosen. Oh, stupid. <laughs> Arkakoa is like a little bit more patient than Panuaku, but like definitely has that look in your eyes where you're like, this is where Panuaku gets it from. Um, and Finn
3: starts backing up slightly, just getting out of the light like, between the <laughs> like two.
0: Like yeah. the look in her eyes is not anger. The look in her eyes is like, I think you know better.
5: I will be at the ceremony.
0: I'm looking forward to seeing you there
1: i love that she wasn't angry she was just disappointed yeah i was thinking the
0: same and she's thing. a grandmother now so <laughs>
4: also to be fair i think the broken tusk is used to uh zoroku's mess around game at this point like he's not purposely messing around but i feel like the broken tusk at this point would be like all right man, like we know. We know that he's a little off.
0: Yeah, they're used to your your shenanigans, but like I think different people take it different amounts of seriously. Like <laughs> Panuaku just has zero patience for it and I think <laughs> um Argakoa is it like 60% patience?
4: Yeah, the only one who had patience was Ewa.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was definitely I. he definitely he. had the most.
4: Yeah.
3: I mean, he probably put up with Finn's antics before Zoroku's.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's put up with everyone's antics. He was Grandfather AoE. Yeah. That's true, too. That's true. All antics were being put up with. <laughs> the only oh antics
4: not being Soulsaid's. Because I feel like Soulsaid does not have any antics. Soulsaid Maybe has. like
1: young Soulsaid, you know? I or feel like soul-said, soulsaid, the
4: second she came out of the womb, was like. Yes, Grandfather.
2: <laughs>
4: said,
2: has so much anxiety.
4: Yeah. Oh. Born born <laughs> with anxiety.
1: You do God. have big hooves to fill. <laughs> oh, God. Ruined Dad.
0: a perfectly oh, good Karen is hooves. what you did. Look at it. It's got anxiety.
6: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
3: Talk about a left hook, guys. Jeez. <laughs> um, but yes.
0: Um, the naming ceremony um, doesn't have all the fanfare it would normally have. You haven't been able to like prepare for it the way you would have liked to, but there are some leftover spirits from the Green Moon Festival, so you can drink a little. Um, there is... Nice you know enough food to go around so everybody has good food to eat um
1: ren isn't there she's at the outskirts like patrolling on watch yeah
0: and i think ren is probably not the only one i think like one of the scouts who is like a little less hurt is sort of like limping around the perimeter um like I don't know what the broken in that guy. I don't know what the the broken it. tusk equivalent of like offering a cigarette would be, but like
1: <laughs> Yeah.
4: Like offering the, like the tobacco pipe. Like there there's got to be, be Is there skooma?
1: No, like it has got his like oh, a pesh. little pouch of jerky. It's got to be a piece of yeah. rare jerky. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, I think he
0: I say, he like
1: I've been saving this.
4: Burning the bark.
0: Yeah, offers you <laughs> just a, a piece of jerky. And you two are, like, out on the edge of the camp. I think from where you are, you can still see torches in the distance. They're further away, but they're not... You haven't left them behind. And you can sort of...
1: And every day they do get closer as we get further, right? Like, they are still following They're still
0: following you. You are creating more distance because you can travel a little bit faster than they can.
1: I'll take i'll take a piece of his jerky and i'll pull out a flask of you know of like mendivian like whiskey and um here's to the broken tusks may we keep them alive and i'll take a swig and hand it yeah he just
0: gives a sound of affirmation um as he takes a swig and you two are out on the edge of the camp as everybody else is gathering around the large or, no, it's not large, because you had to keep the fire small. But everybody else is gathering around the central fire. Um, each of Wipa's three children are swaddled in a different colored blanket. Um, Wipa is holding one, Panuaku is holding another one, and Letsua is holding the third one. Um, and Argakoa is standing to one side. Um she sings, um, you know, the traditional song that is, you know, we're giving these children the names that they're going to carry with them into adulthood. Um and just this is these names are going to impart our hopes, our love, our aspirations for them Ah uh, and she goes down the line she starts with the boy that letsua is holding and says we name you for all the kindness and patience of our grandfather eoa and then goes to panuaku who is holding the girl and says we name you for the grandmother we did not know, but who guided us on this path, Sidke. And that is the name of Aya's mother. And goes to the boy that Wipa is holding and says, We name you for a father who cannot be with you, but whose love will be with you always, Weoatan." And then, finally, Tuwipa says, We give you the name of a mother who has ushered in a new generation and will care for them as no one else can. Wipakoa, Koa. <laughs> and everyone in the following cheers. And several of them cry. And... Weepa herself has, like, a single tear, but is smiling at her mother, Argakoa, So sad. And that...
1: These folks have been through so much.
0: And that is where we will end our session.
1: Should have named one of them after me.
0: i am going to pass it over to my players so they can tell you a little more about what we do and where to find us Drew.
4: hello i'm uh i'm drew you just listened to me that whole time but uh thanks for listening just like mimi said and i manage a lot of the socials and the audio production for tavern rats in particular and uh i also do the audio production for legend lore so feel free to like make comments on how you like this or how we can make things better here at tavern rats or in legend lore it doesn't matter message me on discord on any of the socials uh, it is tavern rats one word and if you find it on any of those sites then it'll bring you to the link tree so just be free to reach out on any of those
3: thanks chris hey guys chris here it's a pleasure to speak to you all at the end of this chapter and just keep an eye out for my blog it will be kind of updates on the how we're doing what we've got going on introduction introductions or otherwise with the players and all sorts of fun things like that Maybe sometimes I might go over what kind of what our decisions are going on behind the scenes, if it's so inclined. So check us out. Thank you. And Lauren.
1: I'm Lauren, and I co-host Legend Lore with Jess. Please come check us out if you want to hear us talk all kinds of crazy business about anything related to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. We have all kinds of crazy ideas, and you can hear it here on the No Direction Network
0: and jess
2: i'm jessica reticompt you can keep up with everything that i'm doing on my twitter at tectonomancer t-e-c-t-o-n-o-m-a-n-c-e-r like lauren said i also co-host the legend lore podcast with her on the no direction network there's a lot of podcasts on no direction in fact you can check them all out at no direction podcast.com if you want to hang out and chat with the cast of tavern rats or other no direction members you can go to our discord there's a link on our website you'll find the link right under the link to our patreon which you can click on if you want to help make shows like this happen
0: thank you so much jess and i am mimi also known as michelle jones if you want to keep up with me you can find me on twitter and now on blue sky i got an invitation uh oh. my handle is Alesha Kills. that is a l e s h a k i l l s Uh, I have also got an itch.io store where I uh, sell various games and supplements for games, and I am on Pathfinder Infinite as Michelle Jones. Uh, If you don't know where to find me, Google me. Good night.